There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let us entertain you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Speller. Luke Moore's here. All right. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. That man Pete Donaldson's here. Hello. We're up and running. If I'd have known you were going to do a Robbie Williams thing, I would have had something in my mind. Would you? I yeah. would have probably would have gone uh, ah, rock DJ, something like that. Yeah. Or yeah. just well, you did give me a middle finger. I did. Yeah. I did. That's a, that's a standard thing, though. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're but we're up and running, ladies and gentlemen. We've got the we've got the opening ceremony and a match under our belts. It's done. <laughs> I've gone. I've gone mad. I was, I was I've, bought all of, I've bought all of Robbie Williams' records. <laughs> again. I'm crazy. Again. Yeah. On, on vinyl. <laughs> you got yourself a brave, Jim was saying before we came on, it felt, and I felt the same, it was a bit like... It was a brave performance. Well, I wasn't going to talk about Robbie, I was going to talk about the four o'clock kickoff, and you know the World Cup started, at six o'clock you're hankering after another yeah. one. Oh yeah. yeah. I, wanted, I wanted seconds. I wanted yeah, a second yeah, helping. Totally. It's, it's like you're... Like you're We've done enough World Cups now that your brain's ready for it. You just sort of <laughs> slip back into that. But it, but it's not there. I've, I've gone mad. I spent £40 on snacks 
for one game for one well not for, no just to sort of stock up the what flat. did you go for uh, Wait, all no, kinds of different get, things you must have got a waitrose did surely you, no did it's you, Sainsbury's over the did road did you do what that man uh, <laughs> that's just as bad though, 40 it? quid at Sainsbury's no but waitrose is a bit more expensive I thought yeah. Yeah. Sainsbury's is uh, a all, premium all kinds, brand, of, all kinds of crisps shortbread I got, got as far Are as shortbread quality street mocking the Scots with a shortbread shout double deckers you'll like this Luke double deckers put them in the freezer no I'm not having it no try it hard try it honestly it is hard it's worth it Mate of okay. mine, turn me on to it. Have you, is more, this... uh, more World Cup snack tips throughout the tournament. <laughs> yeah, DJ, but just quickly, is this to see you for the rest of the tournament? Yeah, or was yeah, that yeah, yeah. just for t- yesterday? No, I'm not eating £40 worth of snacks yesterday. Oh, but that'll last, oh, okay. that last me two days. Yeah. We should have done it. We should have all bought exactly the same amount of snacks <laughs> yeah. and see you last for the longer. I'll tell you what, Robbie you need... Williams, an hour. Mm. You need to... You need to snack away today, because today is a big day. It is. A lot of football mm. happening today. But yesterday was a big day as well. We saw... Robbie Williams, Ronaldo, and Vladimir Putin. Yep. Mm, okay. Good. I mean, is that the new series of Big Brother? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not Love Island, is it? Although Ronaldo <laughs> thought be, it was. Yeah. The thing with the opening ceremony, you do sort of think if Coachella can get Destiny's Child back together, yeah. why do we take have that, to put up with take that, that every year? You should yeah. have been take that back together. Why for the do we always ceremony? have to put up with not even D grade performance, uh, like D grade names in our performances? I just don't know. Are you saying it. Robbie Williams is D grade? I'm saying... I know it's not the 90s anymore, but Peter... Peter. To be fair, though, um, I don't know what the proclivities of of pop... Which pop music uh, uh, the Russian people like the most. Like Robbie Williams, mate. But they were loving it. I mean, the crowd was singing a lot I'm not saying Robbie Williams Williams isn't... He did Party Like a Russian a few years ago, that mental song. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Which is what got him... I'll never look it up. I'll play it to you after the show. It's mad. Why didn't he play that one, Jim? (laughs) Because it's not very complimentary. All right. Back in the and US, that was well. the joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I thought it was very brave of him to have um, a genuinely a brilliant opera singer alongside. Yes, mm. to, um, Aida Garofalina, isn't it? Her yeah. name is. Look, she, I, she was fantastic. Something we can definitely all agree on. And Russia got the opening ceremony right in the in terms of the duration. Absolutely. Yes. No, you know, creatures coming out of the ground. I'm torn and on that. this though because I think absolutely going forward we should say opening ceremonies for anything. Give it a Robbie. Half an hour max. And yeah. always Williams. But the Danny Boyle one in London 2012 was amazing. That no, was no that's the Olympics is World, different. World okay. Cup 94. I want to be in America. Everyone coming out yeah. and then Diana Ross. Chain no, no, reaction. You, you, you can have all that. Diana Ross. A global star. Mm. Diana Ross. She was Robbie Williams is a global well. star. Robbie Williams is not a global star. Oh, no, he he's is. Not. He, Robbie Williams has not cracked America. <laughs> they <laughs> know him in America. They, they don't know him in they America. Do. Like they I feel Diana we should Ross. move on, but I'm just yeah. saying, just because a man is willing to play for free because he's made money elsewhere uh, in the oligarch map, well, uh, uh, I think we, I, I think we could sort of uh, say that he's probably not worthy of the biggest show on earth. Bigger, he... than, bigger than the uh, basketball, whatever the basketball people do, or right, the NFL okay. people. Right, we'll move on it's a from big this. Show. We'll move on from this after Peter's answer this question. Who would you have had? <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's busy. Childish Gambino for crying out loud. No, people, have, people, have, people buy his records incredible. today. The answer you're looking for is Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's always Pitbull, or Shakira, someone a bit naff. I, th- I think if you if you are you are... saying that Pitbull's not global, right? Because it's, it's all in the name, Mister Worldwide. We're, we're obviously going to rapidly move on from this. But I, I think, I think are we? If, if you're saying that Robbie Williams isn't a global star, yeah. and you're talking about childish Gambino to try and sound cool, <laughs> I'm with just the saying young that people. people talk about him now. People talk about him today. You mean someone Lamar? Current. 
Jay Z, anyone for France? Lamar. What? Lamar's what from what? Fame Academy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, Aida Garofalino, the opera singer, said that Robbie Williams was a delight to work with and go. very professional and helpful. And she also said she was supporting England as well as Russia. Admittedly, Ooh, yeah. I heard that on an English radio station. She probably said <laughs> that every single and country. She also said Robbie Williams is indeed much like Jeff Goldblum, a list. Okay, yeah. now let's move on. <laughs> right, there was a match after all those uh, shenanigans, mm. and it was a great start for the Russians, wasn't it? We were we were a little bit concerned. Saudi Arabia three places ahead of them in the in the rankings. They won't be after this tournament. I <laughs> thought that Saudi Arabia had had the Russians. To be honest, I thought they were going to win that match. Yeah. Did you? Oh, but then I did not see that defensive display coming. <laughs> mm. oh, lots of square bars across the box, aren't they? Saudi Arabia physically they looked awful. Looked absolutely miles away. Yeah, they like did. Miles off it. I, I, don't, I don't know because if you, if you take into, if you take skinny. into account that Russia haven't played competitive football for a long time. Um, now I understand they've got the crowd behind them and they're up for it and they're confident and it's a big moment for them. Mm-hmm. So and they and they really did harness that. I mean they could have wilted under that, but they didn't. But if you take into account that Saudi Arabia had to play quite a lot of games to qualify, mm. you'd think they would have, have maybe been a little bit more sensible tactically. Like thought, you know what, we've got to be tight here and yeah. compact and sit deep and just frustrate them because after twenty minutes, if Russia haven't scored, I know they scored after twelve minutes, but a uh, bit nervy. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the occasion might well have got to them. But um, the Saudis did have sixty-one percent possession well, was, of the football. But that, yeah, with nothing, with nothing, and to lost five goals. But the thing yeah. is, there was so much talk of that after the game. But they gave the ball away so badly that, that that's actually quite it's quite a bizarre thing to marry up, isn't Jimmy, it? You're absolutely right. I, I find it odd because they technically didn't look too bad in terms mm. of of how they could. So sloppy. Yeah, clearly. Possession. Yeah, it, it wasn't like a technical thing. It was more just like a, almost like a concentration. But thing. Even even I mean, the, the, you know, much has been said about all oh, the Champions League is the best tournament in the world and. We're a bit privileged to have that, and we, you know, to, to watch that type of football. When it comes to international stage, the the quality is less. Mm. I mean, it really was actually in terms of quality, the game wasn't great. Mm. However, we had three quality goals. Mm. Well, you could say all five, but certainly three that stood out. But yes, it, it really did. Like because even Russia at times, they, they, they their yeah. passing wasn't great. Mm. Cherishev's uh, first goal, the ball to him was poor. You yeah, know, it, was, he, he, it was almost like you felt the chance had been missed because of that yeah, pass. Exactly. A few times the, almost. It it really was uh, not great. But of course, it was the biggest win by a host nation in the opening game of World Cup since 1934. Italy beat it, the US 7-1 in that mm, tournament. It was a whipping. And for me, the great thing about the opener was that it was played at a good pace with attacking intent because um, a lot of I know it's a sample size of one and they're the two lowest ranked teams in the tournament. And it was a bit of an odd game because the host against Saudi Arabia, I understand that. But a lot of people do say about World Cups these days that um, it can create negative football because if you lose your first game, you're in big trouble, really. Mm-hmm. And, and so almost it's almost, sometimes people set out to not, not to lose it um, no one basically wants to start with a defeat but we didn't see that yesterday I, I really hope it's a sign of things to come because yeah. the last World Cup had a lot more goals in it than the one before I think yeah. so if that's a trend that would be absolutely fantastic 2010 was very different the, the last World Cup was the joint highest amount of goals scored ever in a World Cup um, with I think France 98 um, okay. so it would be, be great if, if that can be smashed we're onto a good well, start we're onto it? it aren't we yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder though Like it, it looks like if, you, if you're going to praise Russia, it looks like obviously they're actually quite clinical uh, when they needed to be. But I think three of those goals, goalkeeper's got to be doing way better. Uh, oh, for sure. For the, sure. The last one in particular. I mean, he, the dive he barely he stretched his arm. Well, it was like an outfield player in goal. But yeah. It, but it was right in the corner on the wall side, though. It was. I, I, wouldn't, I know what you mean, Jim, but I mean, if you... If he didn't make the shape of a goalkeeper, didn't he? No, that's, uh, just you're just absolutely like, right. I mean, but, but for, for Russia, though... It's, it'd be interesting to see what they do next. They're up against Egypt, of course. Mm. And, and at the time of recording, you know, we haven't seen Egypt play 
play Uruguay. But but they've got some players in now. Great shame for um, uh, Zagoyev, who yeah, looks like yes. his tournament's over now. That that is a shame. Uh, but Denis Cheryshev came in, scored two great. I mean, the second is an early mm. contender for goal of the tournament it's for crying out. Confidence now. on him to do that, especially coming off the bench. Cheryshev, do you remember, was the player that um, Rafa Benitez brought on in the Copa del Rey uh, when he hadn't been registered. That's right. And oh, is he rushing a bit? Of getting a, I didn't realise booted that. out. Oh. And that yeah, ended up... a lot was made um, of, of Golovin. Um, Jonathan Wilson. Scoring the free kick. Yeah, he also played very well. Well, he was given goals. the man a match by yeah. BBC. But a lot was made of him. I mean, when we had Jonathan Wilson on the continent, he was saying that, you know, this Russian team aren't great and that defensive players are quite old, but Golovin at 22 looks like he might mm. be a real player. He could be their next star. And very early to say, but based on that performance yesterday, this could be a breakthrough tournament for him. Well, I, yeah, I wonder now that they've got the confidence, you know, if it goes down to goal difference, I, I forget if it's head-to-head or goal difference. It's goal difference first, then yep. goal scored, then head-to-head. There you go. So they've given themselves a big old chance here. If actually, you know, Russia, if they can grow into this group, you know, it wouldn't be... Well, it's not outrageous to think that they could get to the second round, you know. It's which fantastic is, with the tournament. But it, it, line, it is, it completely. But, but yeah. the, reason, the reason why, uh, obviously, that is a, a big thing is because people in Russia were nervous about this. They hadn't won in seven games going into the tournament. So for that to happen is is wonderful. And for big Stanislav, the manager, receiving mm. a phone call from Putin in the post-match press to say congrats and to keep the team playing like that is wonderful. Yeah. I don't know if that's a threat or an bit encouragement. Of pressure. Bit yeah. of pressure. <laughs> that's great. 5-0 next game, yeah? Yeah. yeah I want right. more goals yeah. next game. <laughs> Theresa May will be doing that. I'm just bringing up Gareth Southgate. <laughs> Pete, you know you said earlier that um, Saudi Arabia were poor, which I agree with. Is it fair to say though that Russia would have had a lot of pressure on them, wouldn't they? Mm. And so, and they could have wilted under that. It could have been like a drab nil-nil with they, a few chances, but they I, just couldn't put it in the back. I of think the net. I think the pace uh, didn't play into either team's hands at the start. I think we were all surprised about how quickly that kind of whipped along. Uh, but I think Saudi Arabia just didn't put them in. in in under any pressure in the final third, so the Russians, no. the Russian, admittedly poor defence and and poor shape at the back. I think Did, nobody nobody took advantage of that. What do you think of the shape of um, Churchisov's moustache? Uh, a, lot of, a lot of it's been made. Has it? Yeah, there's a bit of know, talk in Russia been. about that. As people, mm. I think maybe are trying to grow them. It's it sort of. It was some I, Russian newspaper encouraged people, or no, it was, a, it was a Russian TV host who encouraged people to start growing one like him. Yeah, I think he Because Tildo was telling us about this yesterday. Tildo was on some rare form. This <laughs> yeah, he was. He was <laughs> the really man, the one, man is like, you know, he's gone from... I wrote in the Football Ramble book, which is still available now. Um, <laughs> plenty of copies available wherever you go. And I interviewed um, Tilsey for a, for a Ramble special as well. Yeah, but I said, and you said, and I've worked with him, he's a nice chap. Lovely chap. I said in the Football Ramble book that the best commentators are like, they feel like they're away from the studio out in some sort of colonial outpost where they've yeah. got a bit of freedom to do whatever they mm-hmm. want. They're their own boss. But they don't abuse it. Well, he has done, though. Yeah. yeah. And Tildy's Til- 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 gone Basher, full... Basher Davis would no. do that. No, Tildy's full, gone full Colonel Kurtz here. <laughs> He's talking about oil deals in the commentary box. Yeah. He started off the game by, by saying, um, you got the time wrong, first of all. Then he said, um, he said, oh, we could have been in Madrid, but we're not, we're here. It's all right. That's, that decision was made ages ago. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah, we love Madrid. It's a great city. And, and, but Moscow is a great city. As yeah, well. exactly. So didn't he say at the end? Well, we know he's going to take credit for that. I don't think Vladimir Putin's going <laughs> yeah. to be sort of but they're, riding they're, around going, "Oh, I just won a football match." Yeah. There was a lot of that, wasn't there? Even yeah, on the BBC, to be honest, who we, who we sort of always think we always think, oh, really? Yeah. I like, think there'll, there'll be think a fair betting. old whack of that when Egypt play as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Do you know what I think? We were talking about this. It was just getting out of the way. Yeah, first game. I feel that you're right, and it was a little bit cringe, but. I was thinking to myself about, you know, obviously the US have been announced they're going to co-host in uh, 2026, isn't it? Um, 
if anyone who thinks that ITV aren't going to start that broadcast with a howdy y'all is, is, is talking shit because yeah, they're absolutely yeah, for no, some soccer yeah, yeah. firing no, guns no, into the roof of the studio yeah. but, but we could do without someone saying Stalin had a proper tash yeah, well, I mean that's quite, a bit yeah. much bit on the yeah, nose isn't it well, under well, the nose, well, well, I was going to say you, 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 you're absolutely right but it was nice to see Mark Clattenburg involved <laughs> I've had a problem yeah. I've got a problem here because I, I found you liked his voice. I found Clattenburg quite endearing. <gasps> yeah. And it, I didn't know what to think. Yeah. Peter? Nice soft voice, nice manner about him, very mm. softly spoken. Seemed quite nervous, which was endearing. From the northeast right. of England, Swice Peter. That's on top of his game, that's right. Did why. you find some sort of kinship there? What? It, with the northeast Gigantic, accent? sexy ref? No. That's a proper accent, though, that mm. accent. Isn't that's it? a proper one, yeah. Not, yeah. Like, not like my bastardisation of it. <laughs> I, I find it quite difficult, I'll be honest, to tell between a. For example, a Newcastle accent and a Sunderland accent. Oh. But when I hear Pete and I hear Mark Clatterberg, I can hear they're vastly different. But maybe because yours has yeah. softened slightly because you've been in London for so yeah. long. Um, but anyway, on that on that insight, Russia are now forty to one to win the tournament uh, in their own backyard. Couple ten pound with bet three six five will return four hundred and ten pound, including stake, should they go all the way. Yeah, it's hard to to make. Too much. It's hard to think how Russia will approach the games against Egypt and Uruguay on the basis of that, because I mean they, it was there on a plate for them, but they took it. You know, you yeah. can't argue with you got, that. You got to finish the job. Exactly. Mm. A couple of nice-headed goals as well. I, I wonder if one thing I was thinking about after the game yesterday was that I wonder if other teams like Iran and um, Panama and one or two others, the, the lowlier of the teams, will look at that and go, "God, we've got to be compact here." We, yeah. We, we, we they probably have been working on shape and all that kind of stuff anyway. Um, but they might be even more keen to double down on that now, just because Saudi Arabia left themselves so open on yep. one hand, but mm. on the other hand, didn't even muster a shot mm. on target. And it's mm. almost like a perfect combination of shittery yeah. that, that no other team can really afford to do. I, I, I think they probably thought, it's going to be a bigger World Cup next time. We don't need to worry. Yeah, we'll be yeah. there. We'll, <laughs> we'll be, be there, there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, looking at the quality of Saudi Arabia there, that that will be an issue, won't it? Like, <laughs> Jim, what do you think went through Luis Suarez and Edison Cavani's heads when they saw that Saudi Arabian defence? I imagine Happy still birthday giggling. to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just, get, just rolling around on the floor, tickling each other with glee. Yeah. With a steak. Yeah, <laughs> <They> <laughs> yeah get, why not? Yeah. Let's get drunk. Yeah. This is going to be easy. Like, if Egypt are already in a position where they think, oh, they could go on and, and sort of do, like, get out of the group, they're probably thinking, like, if we just rest, more Salah for that match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really well, ba- based on what we've seen, the Egypt Russia game now just becomes massive. Mm. Yeah. If, if it goes as we expect, that's a winner take all game. Will yeah. Egypt's captain, the 45 year old keeper, Sam El Hadri, play? He probably oh, won't play. But 45, that's great, that's isn't it? It's Fantastic. Great. Will, he, will he play? He probably won't play. You've answered the question there. <laughs> yeah. But he's. What he a is, story it is. Like. Do the captain. podcast yourself, mate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm saying, do the podcast yourself. Well, what are you saying, Pete? What are you saying? I'm saying saying I want to go on. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of fans in Russia now, Peter. There are, yes. Lots of fans in Russia. Apparently the Peruvians have made a big impression on the city of Moscow. Roughly 35,000 of them travelling there. I did quite uh, enjoy Juan Quinones, the former, uh, well, he was a former player uh, in Peru. He said, we are a very poor country, so I'm not sure how all these people can afford to come here, but everyone feels that they need to be here. I love that. And I I love that. I don't know um, the finances of these 35,000 Peruvians, obviously, but I love the fact that lots of them just went, well, we've got to be there. There's a huge Peruvian diaspora in particularly Spain and Italy as well. There is, Travelled from mm. from Europe, but going back to um, the the Egyptian uh, goalkeeper mm-hmm. El Hadari, uh, Jim. Following up with Jim's amazing piece of trivia earlier, El Hadari was uh, made his debut, I think, before three of the other squad members were born. Mm, wow, nice. that, like that is classic. It's great. He made his debut before Ramadan Sobi, who we all know <laughs> who plays plays for Huddersfield now, um, was was even born. Yeah, in fact, I think it was four years before he was born as well. Gary Cahill had his first pint 
yeah. before Marcus Rashford. You've making you're making it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It could be true though. Yeah, yeah. yeah you didn't you didn't let yeah. me finish. Do you mean yeah. on the way out there? Just in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, get me lads. Yeah, that's when, what when, I was going to say. When Marcus his... Rashford turned up, Gary Cahill almost certainly said, "I've already had my first pipe. Where have you been?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, is there? Right. We may well mention England in the second half of this ramble after this. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Lampard was closing in there in the six-yard box. It's come out to Joe Cole. There's the volley. Oh, it's a terrific goal for England. And Joe Cole has scored it. Ah, oh, the memories. Mm. The memories live on. Uh, welcome back to the <laughs> World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we all get to see Harvey Renard at the World Cup. Yeah, I like Morocco as well. I like, I, I like, like Renard. I love your Mills and Boone style <laughs> audio book introduction for that. Have have the, the only reason Marcus is listening or watching the uh, yeah. World Cup. What are you going to do when they get knocked out? Renard, yeah. Well, it could be in the middle of July. <laughs> you know, so. I, I doubt it. It's good to see that you're mentally prepared for the event. <laughs> I, when the tournament it's just ends, wonderful to see. When man. the tournament ends, does technically the winner get knocked out? Yeah, <laughs> the tournament so. has ended. Mm. No, I think they. I think they. Re- I would think I would like to 
push for an administration point where they technically are the only team left in that World Cup until the next one starts. Well, it used oh, to be yeah. the case because they used to qualify the winner, didn't they? That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does the, and the winner, but the winner doesn't qualify automatically no, because, now. because they voted it down That's because right. they said they... Teams want England. I don't think England mattered. But they, <laughs> no, they I was going to say. I think they said they, they were fed up of not being able to play competitive football. They asked Germany and Brazil, right. and yeah. they said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." We'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll want. talk about amongst ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I like Morocco. I think they're a settled side. I think they can surprise a few people. I rate the manager aesthetically as well as tactically, of course. Yep. And um, with what with what's happening with Spain, particularly, I'm not suggesting that Spain will just crash out. But but and it is a big but. 2014, they crashed out. It was a tough group, but they went out in the group stage, Spain. Mm-hmm. So it's not absolutely out of the question that they could come up against a tough Moroccan side with a manager who's got good good tournament experience. Very good tournament experience, Jimmy. He's won two tournaments before mm. with different sides. He knows how to... Morocco hadn't qualified since 1998, of course, for the World Cup. You know, And, and, and mm. Renard's come in there and, and, and done the job. Uh, which is quite wonderful. Um, and, and, and Renard, there was um, obviously some stuff written about him, and I quite like this, because uh, obviously his success in football has been on the continent of Africa. Mm. Uh, he didn't uh, do very well when he managed... Did, was it Lille he got sacked from after about 13 games in France, and then Sochaux, Sochaux yeah. he got Cambridge relegated, United. I think. There was an interesting piece on, I think, the Sky Sports website about him and Claude Leroy at Cambridge, right, yeah. saying that everyone they had a lot of interviews with a lot of players from the time and, and, the, and the infrastructure they're saying, look, highly rated. he was brilliant, but there was just no one here who could really get on the same level as him. There's no yeah. ideas and the players didn't, couldn't make it work. <laughs> but his, his professionalism, he said, they said, was absolutely incredible. Yeah, and then and The Guardian also did a piece about that as well. And they said that, that Renard has brought a kind of intensity and a togetherness to, to Morocco. But with regards to him being uh, or managing in Africa, he said, in Africa, I feel free. This continent has brought me exceptional recognition. I don't think I can live anywhere else. And I love that. Oh. When a manager falls in love with, well, a whole continent like that, but he, he's operated extremely well. Zambia, mm. of course, unfancied for uh, the, the, the Africa Cup of Nations. And then Ivory Coast, who had that great side and never quite got to over the, the, the winning line. And he got them there, you know. Mm. So I, I honestly think it will be quite fascinating and, and, and th- there's no sort of real group of death at the tournament but but if you could argue you could maybe say Group B with, with Spain Portugal Iran and uh, and Morocco yeah. I think that yeah. well just because also the, an added factor into that is and we'll find out what happens tonight of course I'm bloody excited for that but does Portugal v Spain play each other first so the team that loses mm. there if, if there is a loser mm-hmm. Um, they're up against it, yes. I, and, and and Morocco will, will be a tough game. Morocco are three to one to get out of uh, what admittedly looks like a tough group, but with everything going on over in the Spain camp, you do never know. Uh, Ten pound with bet three six five returns forty pound, including stake. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, Carlos Quiroz, um, uh, one of uh, Sir Alex Ferguson's children, he uh, <laughs> he's the manager of a ride. He's angry with Nike. Mm. He's angry with Ooh. Nike. Doesn't um, feel like an argument he's going to win. <laughs> Well, it's it's a it's a wider context which will certainly back up your argument there, Jim. Due to the sanctions that the, the Donald Trump has reimposed on Iran, Nike have said they can't supply the team with football boots for the World Cup, and Kira says it's ridiculous and unnecessary. Mm. Yeah. Well, I tell well you FIFA, what, FIFA will be upset because it shouldn't interfere. Yes, government <laughs> shouldn't interfere. I don't know if this counts. Um, but Kiros obviously he used to manage Portugal as well. Didn't he leave Man United because he, he got the Portugal Real Madrid? Job. I think it was uh, Madrid. Yeah. Okay, okay, but he has he has managed Portugal for sure. He has. Mm. Yeah, he's uh, he's become a bit of a journeyman, has he? Maybe. 
Or maybe not. I don't know. Let's not be too harsh on Carlos, but he's at the cup. He is at the cup. He is at the I World love, Cup. I loved, um, I'm not sure if we mentioned this on Wednesday, but I loved um, Pizzi, the Pizzi. Saudi Arabian manager. Didn't make it with Chile. Couldn't, couldn't get them to qualify. Don't worry about it, lads. I'm fine. Straight into Saudi Arabia. <laughs> well, the Saudi Arabia, they had... Uh, and then embarrassed himself. But Van Marwijk. The yeah. Dutch coach. And now he's they had him. <laughs> and he, did, he didn't... They said, you must live in Saudi Arabia. Mm. And he was like, oh, sod that for a game of soldiers. So they, they got rid He fell out with them, got rid of them. And so he, he, he found a ship that was leaving the harbour in the form of Australia. Lovely old job. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's the managerial merry-go-round Ex- exists at the World Cup. Um, but, but Portugal versus Spain this evening. Oh, yes. yes. Come on. Spain are 11 to 10 to beat Portugal tonight. We bet 365. £10 returns, £21, including stake. Should they do it with all this stuff going? on but we heard from Andy on the constant this week and yeah. he's inside the Portugal camp that's right and he said that they're a very tight-knit bunch and that they're in their bubble and they look far better prepared this time around than they did in 2014 when I think they were the last team to arrive in the tournament of course went out on the group stage that's right yeah um and he said it's not like that this time the European so, champions the European champions he said feel uh, pretty confident and comfortable but if they smell blood do you, oh, yeah. go, do you think they'll yeah. go after Spain well see I, I wonder about how this will affect Cristiano Ronaldo because uh, is he going to try and you know get a big win for his new manager <laughs> would that have affected him if he was in the dugout as well you well know? Jim are you looking forward to Ronaldo coming off against Sergio Ramos oh I, I didn't think about that. By the way, Ramos, uh, talking of, um, you know, when, when we mention England sometimes and, and, and Raheem Sterling affected by the media coverage and whatnot in a previous tournament and so on and so forth, it's, it's understandable. I absolutely love, in a weird way, Sergio Ramos, like how he mm. just doesn't oh, yeah. give a shiny oh, shite about anything. Because, he, you know, the, the stick that he's got from the whole nation of Egypt is unbelievable. There's a lawyer in Egypt who's filed a lawsuit against Ramos for the equivalent of £874 million for causing Egyptians physical and psychological harm yeah. because of that talent. I'm, I'm going to use the word spurious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's a lawyer himself who's actually filed that. That's right, yeah. Unbelievable. I'll yeah. tell you what is... Um, He's going to defend himself, of course. I'll, t- I'll tell you what is unbelievable <laughs> is um, is um, Real Madrid having a press conference yesterday. Oh, that was great. It looks so B-jams, didn't it? It looked fantastic. Yeah. Lopetegui yeah, was crying. Yeah. He was crying oh, yeah, he in the press through... conference. But yeah, I, I, do, I do kind of feel sorry... Well, of course I feel sorry for him, but, you know, it isn't sort of now and never in that situation. You either, you either take that job or you don't. He probably wasn't the first choice and you needed to take that, but... You know, I, I think the, the, the Spanish FA have kind of yeah. lost the plot. A but little Pete, bit. the Spanish FA, to be fair to them, and I think I still maintain, surely there's some sort of PRable way of getting out mm, of this for everyone concerned. But Luis Rubiales, the uh, the Spanish um, FA uh, head honcho, if you like, said that um, he found out the news five minutes yeah. before they were going to announce it to the press. That is, but poor. he's like, he's so they, had, they could they had no time to formulate any sort of right, response. Okay. He's the fourth head of the Spanish FA in about two years as well, isn't he? So he's they are really trying to get their ducks in a row, like they just because they've time. been all over the place. And he's just like, I cannot, I cannot believe this. <laughs> Amazing. Like, it's, it's still a very, very rash decision. I think. Well, we'll but... be back. We'll obviously have a ramble tomorrow to to go over that game that happens tonight to see what, if it affected the Spanish or not. Nice to see Fernando Hierro though. Mm, back yeah. at the World Cup. He sort of did a bit of a Southgate, didn't he? He said, oh, I'm not, you know, I've got did. no interest in being the coach. I and... think that was a few days ago, though. Like, before <laughs> all this, just it happened to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think because of England's great example, other nations will follow, being inspired by us, <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, Hierro means iron in Spanish, ah. which is delightful. Something that I never knew. Fernando Iron. Good. Nice. Yeah, which you reminds know. me of the guitarist. New coach. The <laughs> name of the guitarist from uh, My Chemical Romance. It's called, uh, I think, Tommy Hierro. Oh, yeah. And there we go. You know, um, we need an Eero in Should they the... have done the opening ceremony, should they? Yeah. Bigger global act? Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll be checking record sales all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> As with our listeners, Pete. So look Mike forward to that. Romance. Are they bigger than Robbie Williams? That's a strange question. Mm. Yeah, they're not. Um, <laughs> do, you know, do, you know, do you know what Coke's name is? No. Jorge Resurrection. If you're called George Resurrection, That's I have nice. a nickname. Yeah, there's no point, is there? That's there's very no... true. Pete, did you see, um, before we move on to what, whatever nonsense is coming up next, Marcus, with great respect to you, uh, Pete, did you see the Instagram post with Alan Shearer and Nobby Solano? I did, yes. It was some fantastic uh, examples of South American and uh, European manspreading in the interview. That it was like basic instinct. It was incredible <laughs> in the interview. Any um, Nobby Solano-related ambitions for this tournament for you, Pete? Well, it's just nice to see him in the dugout. Yeah, can't wait to get uh, them started. Peru's a bit. Of, I, I'm, I'm a bit. I'm a bit hot for uh, Peru, so I'm hoping they're going to go. You're far too conservative with your answer there. Yeah, <laughs> surely you want him leading the. The trumpet chant, you know, yeah. the, 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 trumpet, the old trump, the, the, old the trumpet famous trumpet Peruvian trumpet chant. Well, you'll see it. Come when on, it Peru, <laughs> win a game, Peru. <laughs> you'll see him leading the march with his trumpet. That's what you want. I want him phoning up, um, like the current member, the current um, uh, Newcastle boss, Rafa, and playing the trumpet down the phone to him. Right, so he's doing a playing like a free jazz type song. <clears throat> Which and um, did you like that song, Rafa? Yeah, that that um that song is just a little number I put together. Um, and it's called um, "Would You Like Me to Be Your Assistant Manager?" <laughs> and then just hang up. They just hang up. He's got a restaurant in Newcastle, hasn't he? Uh, no, there's a restaurant called Nobby's. I don't think that's, that's owned by him. No, there's a is Peruvian it? restaurant. I thought it was called. It's called Nobby's, but I mean, they could might just like Nobby Sonata. I don't know. What it's owned sounds by like him. a marketing ploy. Oh, uh, yeah. I said they fooled. Well, they didn't fool me. They, I fooled, they literally yeah. fooled you. Well, because I never went in. Uh, well, you're still on a, on a on a fairly popular podcast. Fairly popular. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more popular without your nonsense, like Donaldson. <laughs> that is very true. Speaking of nonsense, let's talk about England. Uh, big talk coming from the media in the England camp that Southgate will start with Henderson instead of Dyer and Ali and Lingard in midfield uh, with Maguire at the back with Stones and Walker, Trippier and Young on the flanks. That is the chat, gentlemen. Mm. It's coming from. Chat. It is positive chat. Yes, yeah, so I, I had a. I was on the radio last weekend and. Um, one of the newspapers on that Saturday, I think it was, released what they were calling the leak England lineup for the first game. And the guy who wrote the story came on the show. Was it Matt Letizio's uh, brother? No, it wasn't. I if don't you remember think. those yeah, days. That, was, that, that is an obscure <laughs> shout. Um, and he came on and said, oh, yeah, they're, they're confident of it or anything. And I think as far as I can make out, it was the same as been as been said now. So they yeah. must have had a, a good guess with with a view to say, oh, in five days' time, it's going to be so much new news come out, no one's going to remember. Yeah, true. Or they just, or they genuinely did have a source. But well, they, they were saying about this that the bibs that were handed out, you know, oh. basically, if you're on Harry Kane's team, then you're in luck. Yeah, reading the room. Can I go with Kane? Yeah. Give us a bib. <laughs> yeah. You're not having a bib. Yeah. <laughs> who, 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 would, would those players have a bib for you, Marcus? Uh, yeah, I think they would. I think England have. I think go on the front foot, and I think if Henderson's playing in that pivot role. Mm. Then uh, that that shows his intention because he's he's more of a kind of forward thinking player than Eric Dyer, perhaps. I agree, agree with that. I, I think and I, Jesse Lingard in the midfield that's an interesting one for me. He clearly wants him to join in. Well, and Ali as well would join in with attacks mm. with Sterling and Kane because if you go for say Dyer and then Henderson in front of him, which could be used when England are in the semis or something. Yeah. Uh, you're, um, you're effectively going come at us, bros. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, clearly if England were playing against um, better opposition. Uh, then, then he may deploy something like that. Yeah. But I think with Ali and Lingard in there, it looks quite attacking. It's what Kane was saying the other day, wasn't it, about being on the front foot and being being aggressive yeah. and positive, could, and that lineup certainly reflects that. So. Could come back to bite us in the arse. Don't get me wrong, Jim. Oh, oh, it will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a team I possibly would have picked Rose, and I possibly I, no, I think Young for me. Great thought, delivery on him. Yeah, but I think Rose because he's left footed. 
mm. gives you a bit more of a natural sort of. Uh, oh, England's left sided problems back. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Yeah. Where's Steve Froggart? Get him on the phone. <laughs> yeah. I thought Rose uh, but, was very good against Costa Rica as well. Exactly. And, and I thought that there's a chance, I don't really have a, a, a hugely strong opinion either way here, but I thought there was a chance that Cahill might have forced his way in after that. I game. thought yeah. I was. Maguire was the surprise for me, actually, with, with what Cahill has done. But again. Because otherwise you've got a back through there of a guy who doesn't regularly play there. Stones, who you know is, is still didn't play that much learning. towards the end of the season, exactly, and is still learning a bit as well. And and, and Maguire, who is also quite inexperienced at international mm. level, I thought Southgate might fancy a uh, a little bit of experience in there, but clearly not. Maybe. And, and against Tunisia, they should win. Get, well, guaranteed, if if we let in a, like one, even just one goal against Tunisia, that's not great on the defence, they'll be calling for. Um, an older head, Cahill. You will, you will Donny. I won't, I don't care. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah. That's I think, there we are, back I to the not caring. I wonder, Do you remember what I'm like in World Cups? I wonder... <laughs> I, I know, or, but or I... around football. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just hoped for more. Marcus, if, if England gets to the semi-final, I'm banning him. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get on the bandwagon now. If England won the World Cup, right? Donny would I say... I very much well, care about England's performance. It, it, so let that very clear. Say, I just think say, the minutiae can do one at this you point You would say, well, we're not going to win it next time, are we? Um... Yeah, he would. And I went in my last in my last job. I had to sit through my colleagues saying they didn't care about England over and over again for years. Yeah. And now, oh yeah, they've come. Oi, come the round, little, have they? The little slugs have come crawling <laughs> back. They? Come crawling back. Want to do WhatsApp groups and all sorts? They do. Pathetic. Oh. All right. Well, before we start uh, settling old scores, let's finish the show. Okay. Mm. Well, no, let's set those scores now. Yeah. Let's do it now. Um, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. Today is a big day. I mean, t- today really is for me when the tournament starts. Yeah. So, there's, um, there's still so much to see. We haven't even seen the BBC studio yet. No, exactly. Well, you did on the preview, did you not? Uh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually didn't watch it, but not in a match setting. But yeah, no, that's fair. Not in a match TV setting. one was a bit weird, wasn't oh, it? What's the little bloke with a starey gnome? Creature thing. That's Martin Pugash. How dare you? There's like a hologram of a guy, Slavin Billy, to the to the left of the, to oh, the, left okay, of the screen. Right. They've like, done full CGI kind of like augmented reality kind of jobs yeah. on on the whole thing to what. make it look like a, a church or yeah, something. That, that's a sort of grown up's way. You're saying that <laughs> <laughs> like little gold thing's looking at me. Turn the channel off, Sheila. The television's alive. The television's alive. There's a box of moving pictures. Don't talk. It's listening. The Russians are. Actually tapping us. With all that stuff that ITV are doing, I'm put in mind of the great Dr. Ian Malcolm, who said, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, that's true. I'm paraphrasing him. Um, it, uh, was it not Goldblum's character? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It was. Sorry, yeah, sorry. That's his character. Yeah, exactly. In films. To me, he's just names. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> they just happen to be filming at the yeah. time. Would it be easier if he just called you Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Slavon Bilic has an uncomfortable rant or two in him. Yeah, I, th- I think so. For me, seeing Gary Neville on ITV is like seeing a teacher in the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's four pundits there again. ITV, <laughs> your own too many. ITV have gone drunk on power. Well, we can fit four in. Let's have four. Yeah. Right. But there's been a few moments already where Bilic, who is a good pundit, but he's gone too far. Fiery. And the other one starts shuffling around, looking <laughs> at their fingernails. Yeah. He hoping... goes around the houses, doesn't he, yeah. Bilic? And that's what I like. But I like the fact that because he's speaking English as a second language, it's not holding him back. No. no. And, and, and if Ian Wright is, is potentially telling him to calm down... <laughs> yeah. One of the things Ian Wright does, which I like, is um, he very obviously, if you watch him carefully, he very obviously says certain things and makes certain little aside jokes and then looks at all the crew behind the camera. And, 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 <laughs> and they'll be loving it. Yeah, and he's it's like, like TFI for He's like nodding at the, yeah, it's like yeah. the 90s again. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's funny that Wright has gone over to, to ITV for the tournament. He's a floater, mate. He, he does is, it yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, very shrewd. Yeah, 
Top man. <laughs> Lovely man. Good bear hug on him. Excellent yeah. stuff. Right, gentlemen, let's get out of here and watch some football. Yes. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye, Luke Moore. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Good football. Say goodbye, Petey. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye from me and goodbye from London. London, goodbye. Sounds like Sieg Sieg Sputnik.